0: You got it? I got it. Okay.
1: Welcome to Shabbatify. All right, Posse, will you welcome us in?
0: Shalom, yes, for sure. Shalom.
1: Welcome to Shabbatify. I'm Scott Perlow, here with Basia Shechter, and we together with all of you are Romumu Brooklyn. Let's get started with a favorite of ours from the Israeli band Marsh on Duma. This is a Chabad Nigan. It's good stuff. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. week in February devoted to love. So we thought we'd bring you some yearning love songs from the Jewish tradition. This is Tovla HaDot, sung by Nigun Yerushalmi, and it's a good one.
2: So, Neja, Ya Kemo.
1: About
0: Yedid Nefesh. I would love to talk about Yadid Nefesh more than anything else right now.
1: I don't know what I did to deserve that enthusiastic <laughs> response, <laughs> but I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, here's why I want to talk about Yadid Nefesh. When I lived in Jerusalem for a couple of years, I used to go to this one minion at Yakar, which I think you've heard of at least, Rabbi Mickey Rosen. Shalom. He was an amazing guy. So everyone else would go to these other Shabbat services where people were stomping their feet and clapping their hands, and not me. I would go to this place where the melodies could best be described as bittersweet. And and for of the longest time, I couldn't understand why the rest of the world didn't see it the way that I was. People would tell me that they're like, why would you go to this place? The melodies are so sad. And I realized that actually they were wrong and I was right. And what they were identifying, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration.
0: But how are you right? It's so good to be right. <laughs> and not only to be right, but to know why you're right is even more incredible. So how are you right?
1: It's very rare for me. So that's why I was so excited about it. I was right because the melodies weren't sad. They yearned. They were yearning melodies. They were yearning songs. And they were a certain kind of love song that I only sort of ex- only started experiencing through Jewish life, which is like the Ya Echsof and the Tzama Nafshi, the songs that yearn. And Yedid Nefesh is a yearning song. And so it, that's why it start, it's the beginning of Shabbos. I think the Sephardim do it actually in the morning uh, before services start, but that's why I want to talk about it.
0: Wow. I, I, I agree with you. For me, yearning is probably the emotional quality of music that I most deeply connect to that the yearning. And, and I think that's where a lot of the music that I write comes from, is that emotion of yearning. Um, so what's happening in the poem itself that for you is like the, the, the pinnacle of the yearning experience?
1: I mean, maybe it's, that's why we're friends, that we both share that. What is it about the yearning that speaks to you so much, Basia?
0: I think... The, I think longing, I think we're, we're just, we come into this world longing. We longing for our mother's, you know, breast for the, we're longing for touch. We're longing for connection. We're longing to have our tears held. Um, and then as we grow older, we're, we're longing for our friends to love us back. We're longing for acceptance. And then as we even get older, we're longing to f- fulfill our dreams. We're longing for a particular person's response to us. This, and, and, and I think almost the end of longing is death. You know, there's no end to longing. I think there's nothing that we do more in our lives on our day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis than long. We sit and we long for things. And and I think song encapsulates that that, that experience more than anything else. And I think when we love a song so much, we're like in the emotional purity and truth of that longing.
1: Hmm. It's so true. Wow. But one of the things I want to say for the people who walk into services and they don't get services, right? They're like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing what we're doing? The thing I say to them is follow your longing. If you can know what you long for, you can find your way into God.
0: I think that's such a profound way of saying it. And I think that the Adid Nefesh poem in some ways.
1: Yeah, that's where it starts. It,
0: yeah, that's where it starts.
1: That's where it starts. Well, this is how we sing Yadid Nefesh here at Romumu. This is Higalina, Reveal Yourself, sung live by Basia and David and crew last spring when we were still all together. Do you know how you and I met?
0: Oh my God! Please tell me.
1: Yeah, I haven't never told you, have I?
0: No, I would. I think everybody wants to know. How did you guys meet?
1: Well, I mean, there's a little bit of like a, I'm revealing a little bit of the se- secrets here, maybe that I shouldn't be, but whatever. So, she showed up at six and I. She showed up at the shul that I was working at. And I remember her, she was tall and beautiful. And you could tell that she, she looked Israeli to me. You could tell that she wasn't completely American. She was wearing this long brown leather coat, which she still has. It was her mother's coat. She got it in Argentina uh, or in Peru, one of the two. And um, she, she just, you know, she walked like the ground belonged to her. It was really, it was very impressive. And I was like, you are so, so cute. And I cannot go out with you because I just met you at Shul. I had a very strong rule about not dating anyone I met at Shul because it just was a terrible, that like, would have been a terrible thing. So I don't do anything about it. We have a little conversation in which it's clear that like there's some kind of mutual attraction there. And then I forget about it. And on Thanksgiving night, I get an, a message on OkCupid and lo and behold, who's it from? This was months later, Yael. And I have to show this message to my friends because it's a little bit insane the whole message like either she's amazing or she's a nut like we're not sure which one like i convened a panel of my friends to see turned out she was a little drunk when she wrote the message so some of the stuff but there was like certain things like because the first line was jesus christ rabbi and i was like anyone who's got the guts to write that is someone again either worth my time or maybe that I should be hiding from. I don't know. And then we got married. <laughs> we, so what's the verdict
0: after like you know, 10 years?
1: A little bit of both. You know, I'm a little, yeah. <laughs> the hell is not someone who's an intimidating, she's a force to be reckoned with. I think you know her.
0: I love yeah. hanging out with her. Yeah.
1: She's, she's always a force. Um, and that's how it happened. And it was not, we didn't have anybody in common. And there wasn't some setup, and it just it just happened
0: well, there was that like you know you saw you locked eyes across the room, kind of vibe it sounds like that that was it seems like that was the spark, the initial spark somehow
1: I guess I mean you're probably right in some ways, but it actually like it actually contributed to me being very worried about it and um. On our first date, she wouldn't take her coat off because at some point in time, she realized that she was- Was it the
0: same coat? That's the question. Was it the same coat? It actually
1: was the same. It was the same damn coat. And she wouldn't take it off because she realized that if like what had already occurred to me that started to occur to her, which is like, if it doesn't go well, like Six and I is going to be super uncomfortable. So she starts to lecture me on everyone being on their best behavior here. And that's when I was that's I started laughing and that's that's when I got started to get interested in her. Um,
0: that's a beautiful story. I feel like I feel like I'd love to hear everybody listening to this podcast, like what your secret is, like what is how did you meet the person that just think about it. How did you meet the person you love? Or how do you how like what are you doing to try to meet the person that you love? And, you know, one of my dreams one day, like after all this is done, and I've always had this dream, is to really create these like smaller salon type things with me and a bunch of my single friends to like pick like four or five of our own friends that are just really awesome people that are also single and to start creating salons of like, you know, where we really have an opportunity to meet each other.
1: Let's Um, do that. I'll I'll do that with you. Really? Yeah, I'll be like the. The salon Sol- the, the Shad, like, I don't know how you like pun. It's not working out at all, but I'll be the Salan Shadchen for you. That'd be great. Great.
0: Let's do this. Yeah. Let's just, yeah. the other Official thing. Official Romeo is- of
1: Brooklyn program.
0: I would love that. And an additional thing is I have a business idea is to create a bar called air bar, like spelled. Oh, Yeah. And then to have a, a venue where there's a huge like well in the middle, and it's like sangria, and everybody sits around the well and like finds their match, and there are camels everywhere. It's like super biblical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that went in directions that I didn't quite expect. It I didn't. I mean, are we talking live camels? Because that's a little maybe bit more for, than maybe 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 yeah.
0: holograms of the camels. The camels can All be right. holograms, but the people can be real and. And the big.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable.
3: All right,
4: let's get this party starting.
1: We're very lucky to have, is it Barry or Be'eri?
4: It's Be'eri.
1: Okay, so we're very lucky to have Yuli Be'eri here, who is the mind behind Indica, which is this incredible group, uh, female trio from all Israeli, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm singing songs from the Song of Songs and a friend of Basia's.
0: Um, I think you, you, Yula once actually played with Pharaoh's daughter many years ago. It wow. was really fun. Yes, it seems like a lifetime ago, actually. It was a lifetime ago. But now you're here and this project is so gorgeous. It's so beautiful. Um, maybe you can just um, say a few words of how this project came to be.
4: Absolutely. So I'm happy to be here too, very much. And um, uh, there is a, s- a small, a huge huge part in my heart that is reserved to vocal music and especially um, especially Eastern European vocal music. So there's a lot of influence of Bulgarian music. I think I was 19 years old when I first heard the Mystère de Voix Bulgarie and that record itself blew my mind. There was something about the um, the intervals there and the singing that was almost because you know because I don't speak any of these romantic languages, but something about those sounds just seemed to me like it was from from the chest and up to you know to whatever higher power there is and. It, it seemed to it seemed to me like the most honest form of communication musically and really just struck a chord with me the something in me really wanted to to communicate this this love of mine for vocal music and for for harmonies and also to start you know the, the older you get the more you want to understand where you came from and uh, sort of to get in touch with my Jewish inheritance in a way that makes sense to me. And I, um, I consulted with uh, with my, uh, I say, stepmother, but she's also a, a very kindred spirit. And I asked her, what would she recommend as far as Jewish texts that she thinks that fit me the most? And she, without even hesitation, she said, Shira Shirem, Song of Songs. She said um, that she always had a dream. She's an illustrator and an artist herself. She always had a dream to to uh, create visual presentations for Song of Songs, and so this project was born out of that. Basically, taking um, this text, my music, and her visuals, and put it together, and um, and that's it. That's also how, that's how the journey began. <laughs> I just want to just talk about the other two girls real quick as far as gifts go. And I feel like with Indica, I've really won the lottery with these two uh, other ladies because somehow the first moment that we sang together, it was, you know, magic was there. And uh, there was some some, um, some listening, intent listening that just happened naturally that did not need a lot of work to be invested in it. And that's Gil. Uh, who's incredible um, singer and also just uh, a producer, and Emily Benami, who is an actor, a singer, and a comedian, and a writer, and they're both fantastic.
0: When I hear the words "blend" and "listening," I'm, I'm very much uh, thinking about the word "love," and we know that Shir Hashirim is a, is a whole Megillah. It's a whole chapter on a love story. And I'm wondering if there's any wisdom or any inspiration about love itself that you may have gleaned from entering into this process with these songs.
4: Just that love is eternal and it never changes. And 3,000 years ago, these people were crazy because of love and we're still crazy because of love till today. And it makes us do Crazy thing, and you know the—I don't know how it's in English—but "mad with love" uh, is such a strong, such strong sentiment. And no matter what happens in the world, whether it's pandemic and politics and um, and money, and it's this passion, this love—you can just see it. Three thousand years ago, it is the same.
0: I think it's really time for everybody here who's listening to our podcast to get the experience of their whole body feeling the sensation of the incredible harmonies and blend and um expression of this musical love that um that that you produce together. So I think it would be great to to put on the track Imlo. 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 Imlo
5: im al la im la im la im la Chuchatibir ve pa ortimitir aayati. Nevoler aayim bat lorim. Tabareh pa rausim. Tabareh pa rausim lorim lorim lorim. Tabareh pa rausim asela rin neku se Up im see Ach, Himmel, bin sie boniert die inne.
3: Na,
0: Thank you so much. That was so beautiful and so, and so rich. I'm thinking, you know, I know you spoke that you don't really list like that the words aren't the first part of music that touch you or that inspire you, that you come more from the harmonic and the sounds and the vowels and the rhythms. And, um, looking at the lyrics of this song in particular, and the lyrics start with an answer between the shepherd and the shepherdess, you know, and the shepherd is asked, is, 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 you know, she's asking like, where do you, where do you graze your flock? So I can like meet you at noon, you know, at this particular place. And he gets very cheeky. (laughs) very she's like wants to know where she can hook up but he's not giving her a straight answer what do you come up with that what do you what do you think about that i don't know i have no idea any idea um sometimes i think that love is like a cat and mouse kind of game and like people are chasing each other and Like, it could be the guy really wants to hook up with her. But then as soon as she asks straight ahead, when can I? He's like, well, if you don't really know where I am, you (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) yeah, you're
4: probably right. But the whole thing is cheeky. I mean, that's the whole thing of Song of Songs. It's very sexy. And it's, uh, you know, it it almost, um, uh, as opposed to to the you know traditional uh, place of the woman in the bible that is always sort of more it's noir and you know, there's something very uh, daring about a lot of the characters that are portrayed in a lot of the verses you know they they take they take matter to their own hands and they go out and they look for their loved ones they look for the, their beloved they throw themselves at their you know so I'm not quite sure about the relationship specifically in that verse but i do feel like uh, Shira Shirim does give uh, an interesting uh, an interesting uh, peek onto onto the comfortable comfortability of women with their sexuality or with the whole uh, you know man women love
0: uh, situation Yes, that's well said. It's a dance, it sounds like. It's yeah. like. a real dance. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I heard some, whatever, dating advice, therapist, guru, something like that.
4: <laughs> this is say, going to do a good play.
1: What, what's going to come out of his mouth? Say something like when people are like, I'm just done playing games. And she's like, you know, I, I keep telling people, that, like, romance is a dance. It's not a business deal. Like, it's like, the point isn't to get to the ending as quickly as possible. It's to get there, you know, as gracefully as possible. The only thing I wanted to say before we go is that if there was a theme to this year, Vasya, it was about like the holiness of sound, like not even music, but like the way that sounds, sounds themselves, right, ripple throughout the body and open and close different kinds of things. And you know me, I'm not that person. Like I'm not the heart chakra person. <laughs>
4: <I> <laughs> me neither. That. Funny enough, <laughs> not any chakra person.
1: <laughs> but there is really something. There's something to it, and I really hear it in your music. There's the hums and the and the burrs and the opens and the. They like bounce throughout the body in a beautiful way. So Yuli Beeri, we just on behalf of Spotify, we really just want to thank you for being here.
4: I'm so glad to have been here with you guys. This is great.: Yeah.
1: And listen to Indiga.:
4: Scott, Basia, Bye. much love. You too. Yashi:
1: Okay, this is Joey Weisenberg and team with Sama Nashi, my soul thirst for you a classic. All right, so we should make brachas?
0: Yeah, I think, I don't know, some of you are going to be listening on Friday as Shabbat is coming in. Some of you are listening on Shabbat day when Shabbat is already here. Some of you might be listening on Sunday when you actually have a moment and Shabbat is over. But either way, blessings are really always welcome, so please join us. (laughs) Baruch Atah Adonai,
6: Eloheinu melech ha'olam, asher kitshanu b'mitzvotav, v'tzivanu l'halek ner shel shabbat.
1: Amen. Grab a cup. Fill it up with wine or grape juice.
0: Seltzer. Seltzer? I mean, if you're not using the seltzer for the matzo balls, then... Use it no. for the
1: Kiddush. <laughs> for
0: the Kiddush. Mm-hmm.
1: Grab a cup, fill it up with wine or with grape juice, and especially blessings. Lift it up with us. Hold it in your hands, fingers together, as we should all be unified in our hearts and our souls. And here's the blessing over Kiddush. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam. Allay priagafen.
6: fan
1: Barucha Baruch ata Eloheinu melech henu mel ga adam Ashe kidishanu bemin sfo zikaronema ki yom mi ki vanu vakharta the Otanu Kidash Tami Koh Hameem, Shabbat Kocheha, the Ahavra Hinchal Baruchata Adonai, Mekadesh Hashabat, Amen
6: Baruchata Adonai. Hey hello hey ha good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos good Shabbos good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos.